0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network.
1: Thanks for staying with us on Real Presence Live. It's been a great first hour, Brad. Absolutely, Uh, yeah. uh, My name's Janine Bitson, and of course, my wonderful co-host, Brad Gray. We've had an awesome conversation. Awesome,
2: fantastic. You know,
1: and how the month of November being you know, celebration of saints and all souls, and then to talk about adoption. Yeah, we're dealing with
2: November pretty heavily. Well,
1: and that's so cool because even thinking about our divine adoption as sons and daughters of God, and then to have these children out there that are in certain circumstances that, again, like I reiterate, by no fault of their own, Mm -hmm. and how God can just stir our hearts. So if you're listening and that's something that's on your heart, uh, there is a need and yeah. there's resources available.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I know our family has been surprised, but also incredibly uh, enthused by this, this possibility in our home. So mm. very, very exciting. So we're going to move on now to the, the next uh, segment. We have Dr. Michelle Kramer on to uh, speak with us this morning. Good morning to you, Dr. Kramer. Good morning. Thanks for having me on today. Thanks for taking the time to be with us. We're so excited to talk with you. Could, but as we get started, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself?
3: Sure, sure. So, um, I am uh, the director of schools for the Diocese of New Ulm across the border over in Minnesota,
0: mm.
3: and um, and I'm, uh, of course, a wife and uh, mother of five, uh, so mm. busy household that I'm managing, and then um, prior to my time as director of schools, I was a teacher and, and principal in, um, in a few different Catholic schools throughout uh, the different dioceses here in Minnesota So
0: Just
3: happy to be here and share a little bit about what's going on in New Orleans these days.
0: That's Mm -hmm. fantastic.
3: That
1: is wonderful. It's such a beautiful area of the state in in southwestern Mm -hmm. Minnesota, and (laughs) it's so cool with uh, Catholic schools. It's very important to me. We've had... Uh, we joke we've had twenty two years of Catholic school education and fourteen years of college education, you know, with our children. <laughs> and, um, and and now John and I are like, Woohoo, you know <laughs> But there's You're a done lot <Yeah>. Yeah. No, but we. when I say that, I say it jokingly because it is the best spend we have ever done in our life. We are so grateful that we chose that path for our kids. And, and it does take a lot of money uh, to educate, more than what the tuition cost is. And so I just think it's wonderful that uh, you lead this in the Diocese in New Ulm because it's such a great ministry.
3: Well, thank you. I am. Um... Thank you for making the commitment to Catholic schools. I, it is, as you say, a, a tremendous uh, commitment as parents. I'm a product of Catholic schools myself. Um, I think I fin- when I finished my doctorate, I said, I have done twenty two years of Catholic education. Well, you're
4: in that same realm
3: with us. It's <laughs>
5: <So,
3: laughs> so, funny that you said twenty two years, I'm like, that really stands out for me. but anyway, no it's just it's a wonderful vocation to be a part of, and I just am so grateful and blessed to to work um and kind of lead the charge in the Diocese of Noelm. Um, but we um we've we've got thirteen um Catholic schools here mm. three of um and then three elementary schools uh, I'm sorry thirteen elementary schools and three high schools.
0: Mm, okay.
3: so we've got a good variety of um of just options for our kids, and it's just a wonderful uh, opportunity to be a part of that. so
1: oh, that's so wonderful. Can you tell us about the Diocese of New Ulm and their exciting announcement that they have coming up? Can you share that sure. with us?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So we are just thrilled um, because we received a call and a visit uh, this summer um, from a representative from the Schultz Family Foundation. And um, if you're not familiar with uh, Richard Schultz, he is the founder of Best Buy. Hmm. And um, so Mr. Schultz has set up um, a major philanthropic organization, the Schultz Family Foundation, and they do a lot of different um, supports through different organizations. One of which is education, and they have a particular investment in Catholic education. So we are—we um, were thrilled to, to get the call from them. Um, and they, what they have done in the past is they've worked with the Archdiocese of St. Paul, Minneapolis, and we're working on um, helping helping develop further programming for their schools and trying to grow um, to enrollment and grow excellence across the board in the Archdiocese. So they've been working with the Arch for probably five years. Um, and then decided to expand to the other dioceses in the state of Minnesota. And so they reached out to us this summer in New Ulm, visited all of our 13 schools, which include the high schools, and then they um, they decided that they were going to um, invest in our schools. Mm. So what we're doing is um, they have offered us challenge grants in each of our schools. So each school actually receives... Um, they They have this um this challenge that's put out there for them to raise twenty five thousand dollars, and when we raise twenty five thousand dollars, the diocese will match i'm sorry the the Schultz family Foundation will match it mm. so they could have the potential to have fifty thousand dollars of new funds in their in their um school budget. and for us at the diocese, they have um pledged fifty thousand dollars. So the way this works is because it's a challenge grant. Like I said, with the schools and the same for the diocese, we have to raise that initial funding. So for us, we're raising fifty thousand dollars for the diocese, and then the Schultz Foundation will match that fifty. And um, so to have a hundred thousand dollars to work with is just tremendous. Sure. So um, we're 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 on the campaign to to raise this this funding, and uh, but it's. It's kind of an uphill battle, and yet it's just such good work mm. that it's easy to get behind. So. Well, and, and it is so
1: important uh, to have that invitation, you know, for people to be part of this. Um, those, whether they've had their own kids go through Catholic education, um, but if you really understand, all um, oh, the vocations uh, and mm-hmm. how Catholic schools really increase our vocations, whether it's healthy vocations in marriage, but definitely into the priesthood and religious orders, Um, a lot of them come from our Catholic schools. And and that's not to knock, you know, any form of public education or homeschool education. Mm. It's just when you look at the statistics, it really is phenomenal how many of Mm -hmm. our our, uh, seminarians have gone through Catholic education.
3: Absolutely. And, you know, it's just a found... Uh, it's a firm foundation that we work on in our, in our Catholic schools, well, and certainly we can provide that in our homes. But when we have uh, schools, staff, and a whole system that supports that faith in an ongoing way every day, how can you? How can you um, argue with how, how wonderful that could be? Right.
1: Yeah, and I guess my point is is when you support these kinds of challenge grants and and help fund this, you're you are supporting a uh, a lot of really good healthy um occupations and and uh and vocations. It it's just really important, I guess. And you know, 25,000 per school is a lot, but not if we all work together, you know, to get right. there.
2: Right, right. So, Doctor um, Kramer, how long is the has as the pledge the matching grant uh, challenge been going on? How deep um, in? Uh,
3: we started. Um, we started in uh, September. September in, okay. in the diet, um, and and every school is kind of on their own track. Okay, um, putting their things together. But as far as the Diocese schools, we've we've kind of put our things out there a little bit in September, and then um, we've uh, we're just kind of gradually working our way up uh, up toward our fifty thousand dollar figure. Um, but we have to we have to have this challenge met by the end of December. Okay. So um, the Schultz Foundation are really big into making quick turnarounds. So they really want to see us um, work hard to get to build this funding right away. And then they want to see us use the funding right away so that we can have a really strong, big impact in our communities. Mm. So, and, and the hope is always that we can, we can either, um, you know, raise our enrollment, you know, and like like you said, you um, need to give that, that um, foundation to even more people and that opportunity for vocation. So we really want to increase our enrollment. And then the other piece is just to really look at excellence and what are the ways that we can grow our schools in excellence by adding new programming or do something that maybe we could only have dreamt we could do before. So it's just, a really exciting opportunity to be thinking about uh, what can we do that's new and different um, mm. in each of our schools and, and and certainly as a diocese, I'm not used to having um, an extra hundred thousand dollars <laughs> to shower to shower upon the schools. And so for me the way that works is I can um, I can provide additional training and additional um, supports for um, marketing and things like that for each of our schools so, it's just a different, um, different way to look at it, but yeah, we for sure need um, we need a tremendous amount amount of support from the community because well, it's it's a lot.
1: <laughs> it is, but it it is again. Uh, you know, when we talk about bricks and mortar and and um, and supplies and 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 training, that's all like super duper important uh, for having that excellence. But there's also that. Evangelization component and the kids who maybe need to have that extra scholarship dollar or opportunity that their parents can't provide. And so it's really nice if these kinds of things can also, you know, help help evangelize Mm -hmm. um, by um, bringing, you know, kids into the school system that otherwise wouldn't have chosen to do it. Because I think as, you know, Catholic schools, sometimes we come across maybe we're kind of elitist and we're not. And so to have those programs where we can Mm -hmm. get more people who desire that kind of education into Mm -hmm. it, even if they can't afford uh, that full tuition is so vital.
3: I Fully agreed. <laughs> you you said it better than I could. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> we just always want to be that ministry that the the hands and feet and you know uh, of Christ in in our communities, and that's where Catholic schools I just think are such a gem.
0: Yes, I
3: fully agree. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we just every day it's a commitment to uh, bringing Jesus to the lives of our young people and to their families, and. And to bring our communities into a, a new place of hope and joy, mm-hmm. and so if we can, um, if we can do that for more families, that's certainly our target. Um, well, to really and try to to draw more people to Jesus. That's mm-hmm. that's the ultimate mission, very simply said. Yeah,
1: uh, very simply said. But that's also twenty five grand a school when you can make that <laughs> commitment to that mission like that.
2: Yeah. Dr. Kramer, we're going to have to take a quick break here, but let's go, when we come back, let's go more into that, that bringing Jesus into the lives and the homes and the hearts of, of so many people that, that you're doing in, through the Catholic school system there in New Ulm. So stay with us. We're going to be right back with more Real Presence Live right after this.
0: Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
5: Have you ever known someone who has taken their own life? 50% of Americans have. I'm Father Chris Aylar. For years, professionals have called the tragedy of suicide an epidemic, but we believe it has become a pandemic because more people in the world take their own life than die by all the wars or homicides combined. Do you know that there are more veterans who have killed themselves than were killed in the Vietnam War? And these numbers keep increasing, especially among the youth. And society doesn't help. Through misguided ways, such as shows like 13 Reasons Why, suicide has become glorified in our society. But there is hope. Please visit suicideandhope.com so I can personally pray for anyone you've lost. And to get our book, After Suicide, There's Hope for Them and You, which helps with any kind of suffering or loss, not just suicide. I promise it will help.
1: Thank you for joining us this morning on Real Presence Live. We are just so grateful that you're joining in the conversation about Catholic schools, and specifically in the diocese of New Ulm, we have Dr. Michelle Kramer, who's the director of the diocese and schools in New Ulm, talking about these exciting challenge grants that are going on, matching grants, uh, and so it's really important uh, that we help support this uh, this mission of Catholic schools um, in this diocese. So, Dr. Dr. Kramer, again, we're just so excited. Can you talk to us a little more about how um, will this challenge benefit the schools?
3: So um, each of our schools really has uh, their own um, plan that they had to put together to um, to coordinate and so, uh, and so uh, as they applied for the grants. So what we're doing in every school looks totally different. Um, but different schools are maybe adding a preschool program or a preschool component or maybe they're, I know I have one school that's really interested in adding uh, a middle school to their, um, their K-6 building. Mm. And so, um, it's just, we're able to expand in a way that just hasn't happened historically. Um, you know, more often you're seeing schools close and, and so the opportunity to have this funding that allows us to grow and expand is just really exciting. Um, so a, a big part of what our, our schools are doing are, are trying to figure out what are some of those um, uh, missing pieces, maybe, that they haven't had the funding to put in place in the past. So mm. it's adding programming. For some, some schools, it's just taking care of some of the aesthetics of their buildings. For some, it's, um, it's just even expanding the programming that, that they have right now. We have one school that's really um, it's in an industrial uh, kind of Town. and so they're expanding their programming by working on their shop, their shop mm. classes, <laughs> and getting new technology in there to help support that. Which in turn works with the, the local businesses and so on. So it's just—I mean—the variety is just um, really extreme. But it's—it's it's a way of just to kind of trying kind to of understand how we can best meet the needs of our community and ultimately draw more students into our buildings to really help grow the faith and grow our commitment to. Uh, to being Jesus in the world today. So it's
2: just, um, that's just really exciting. Yeah, so you had mentioned that uh, right before we went to the break, too, about that, how Catholic education is really all about bringing people to Jesus. I mean, there's there's this formation of the whole person. We've talked about that in the past, but I, could you just share a little bit about how how rewarding it's been for you and what you've seen in your time as the diocesan director of the Catholic schools in terms of people's faith coming alive and families' mm-hmm. faiths coming mm-hmm. alive?
3: Mm-hmm. You know, um, the, the pandemic in many ways has—it's um, uh, obviously been a challenge, and yet um, we're seeing faith uh, just become more vibrant. We're seeing people that uh, you know maybe they had to go through that experience of longing for the Eucharist mm. to mm. Um, to be really transformed, and so I think I think that's been a um, you know we've we've got this feeling of community maybe that we haven't had before, mm. and the feeling of just being drawn into. Into Eucharist, you know, and I, I mean that in both being Eucharist in the Mass and, and being a part of that, but also just be having that experience of community, and and um, so I just feel like we've we've really seen that come alive in our families. Uh, we've seen greater commitment to to just being um, being active and being involved in our in our schools and our families. Our, I'm sorry, our parishes. So it's been a um, it's been a rough road in many ways, but our schools have been fortunate to stay open. I mean, they committed to um, making the taking the measures that they needed to, so that they could stay open and and be uh, be together as much as possible. Because we know how important a community is, and b that faith development, and we wanted that in an in person way, and so we made that a priority in our schools and. And I think that we flourished because of that. We flourished academically. We flourished spiritually because we um, we just want to be together, mm-hmm. and and we've made that made that um, a great priority.
1: Well, that that is. Uh, I I think that Catholic schools really had a an important role through this whole pandemic too, in in helping to support and nurture one another. Um, but mm-hmm. I also I also know just from from my days in, in development work with Catholic schools, it's pretty amazing uh, the 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 continued stewardship that happens when you know kids graduate from Catholic schools or parents are done with that um, support for Catholic schools. How they continue to support and be part of the parish family. So there really is a life that just goes beyond the walls of the 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 school building uh, that Mm -hmm. is so, so important, uh, what is going on within those walls, and then how it goes out into the world is is just amazing. Um, So it is so important. I just really encourage anyone listening who's in that area to pledge their support because this is the life of our church uh, in so many ways is what happens in our Catholic school walls.
3: Mhm, I think what you've described is family we we are family, whether you're from this generation or three generations beyond you know you you're part of our community and and that's what makes our schools thrive because it's not just the people that are uh, in our buildings today. it's not just those families that support us and keep us going. it's their parents, their grandparents, the alumni that um Believe in what we do. That's what keeps us going. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we, we just, you know, I, I can say it to a hundred thousand times. We are so grateful for the work, um, the sacrifice of our previous generations, but we're grateful for the generation to, of today who, who is committed to making us, um, the best that we can be and committed to helping us survive and thrive.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
3: um, yes, we just, Absolutely, um, you know, I beg the the help of those in the community who, whether you are a student of Catholic education, whether you had your own children in Catholic schools, um, whether you um, just believe in them and support them, I just encourage you to, to reach out to us. And uh, if you can, tell us your story. Um, but then also, if you are able to um, to contribute to our Challenge Grants, we would be so, so grateful. Um like I said, we're on the path in the, here at the Diocese to raise 50000 and we've got quite a ways to go. So um, you can reach out to us um, most easily by going right to our website, and that would be bnu.org, which stands for Diocese of New dot bnu.org. And um, that right from there, that'll link you to our uh, donation page if that works. Otherwise, you can certainly uh, look us up and, and reach out. Um, by just making a donation to the Office of Schools, and we'll get it in the right place for you. But just know, again, how grateful we are for the many, many supporters, both in the state of Minnesota and as well as your listening area, just a little wider. Um, we, um, we're, we're doing the, the best work that we can, and we only do it by the grace of God and with the support of people who love and care um, that we survive. Mm-hmm. So know that we're grateful.
1: Absolutely. And we do have a 10 diocese listening area so even mm-hmm. if you have no relation in the diocese of New Ulm at all uh, we do have a relationship as family in, in the Catholic school family and so if you you're know? able to do it even though you might be from Bismarck or Crookston or um, somewhere else in our listening area um, you know it's just really important that we make strong school systems and, and we see what's going on across the country. It's quite a spiritual battle going on right now. And so mm-hmm. all the more important to support our Catholic school systems, to support our our wonderful Catholic homeschool families um, that we can battle against uh, some of the agenda that's trying to be indoctrinated into our kids. Um, we need to be active participants in education um, whether we have kids now or or um, are done raising our children, and and you know with the young school families, I mean, I remember my husband and I at a point like, oh, uh, uh, Catholic school tuition was quite, um, it was a huge um, sacrifice to make, and I remember a priest when we were in um, visiting uh, another parish, and he talked about your Catholic school tuition, that's like part of your stewardship. That's a great sacrifice to make that choice to send your kids to Catholic school. And at that point in your life, we do need others to help um, when you're mm-hmm. raising a family. So if you're done raising your family and you can help pass that faith on through Catholic education, wow, thank you. I, I just reiterate that thank you you give Dr. Kramer. It's so vital. Yes,
3: yes. yes absolutely. I, like I said, I'm a product of Catholic schools, and I I know very well that I would not be where I am without uh, the love and the the modeling of the teachers that I experienced and the, um, the, you know, just having the opportunities for leadership. So, so many good things. So I just, again, I I hope that uh, your listeners would be willing to help support that mission and, and help us to bring Jesus to more young people
4: and their families
3: and thank you so much for being with me and
4: are inviting me
2: to be with you today yeah dr kramer we're getting toward the end here we just have the last couple of minutes but i'm just curious if you could speak to you know what the significance is of why this is an all-or-nothing challenge you know why why not just have it where um the schultz foundation would just give a certain amount um and and you use that how however you deem is best for the schools what's what's the significance of doing an all-or-nothing challenge
3: the foundation really wants us to help set up a program that, um, kind of breathes life in, a, in an ongoing way. Mm. So we have to make this commitment where we're actually reaching out trying to find new donors. Mm. So, um, so it's kind of trying to build, um, a, a group of people that would maybe continue to support us in an ongoing way. So it's a way of, um, our, their way, my, my description of, you know, teaching us to fish. Mm-hmm. And so that we continue have a program that goes, um, goes on into the future. So that's, that's really, a, I think, their goal is to help us be self-sustaining. And I think it's a great business model for, um, for those of us who are educators, not business folks, right? Sure, right. Yeah. And so, um, so we're, we're learning a lot from the Schultz Foundation and, and are so grateful for um, Richard Schultz and his generosity
2: in making this happen. Well, that's fantastic. Well, we're we're kind of coming to the end. Do you have any final thoughts or, or comments there, Dr. Kramer? Just again, a
3: big um, thank you, thank you for um, giving to the schools and your time, your talent, your treasure, and most for your prayer. I know that we um, we continue to ask for prayers for uh, our continued growth and success in all of the endeavors that we have in our schools, and, and we just ask God to continue to bless us. Um, and He has. He has blessed us abundantly, and and I trust that you will um, come through with us in these challenge grants and, and just ask the the wider public to just help us where you're able. And mm-hmm. if that's just in prayer, great. But if it's if you're able to visit the website and and uh, support us financially, we sure would be grateful. Mm-hmm.
1: Fantastic. Well and with that December thirty first, wouldn't it be a nice Catholic schools week in January if you fulfilled <laughs> all those matching grants? That would be for sure. oh, a celebration to behold, yeah. For sure.
2: Awesome. Well, yeah. thank you so yes, much. Yes, indeed. Thank you so okay, much for being I, with us, Dr. Kramer.
3: No, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful
2: day. All right, you too. God bless you. All right, we're going to step away once more, but uh, on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about, does do Catholic faith and tree trimming go together? So tune in to find out the answer to that question right after this.